Welcome back, everybody, to the My Brother Podcast. We got the middle brother, Tonio. Big brother, Ralph. Youngest, youngest brother, Adrian. And we back at y'all for another episode of My Brother. Um, so uh, we had a guest for today, but we had to push it back to the next one. So next episode, we'll have a guest. Our first guest, I was going to have a whole lot of history today because today is the Super Bowl. The first Super Bowl where you have two starting black quarterbacks, might I add, one of them came from the Gump, a.k.a. Alabama. So uh, there's that. But uh, yeah, so we're going to get this thing moving today. Uh, Today's topic is Valentine's Day. And along that line, there's going to be a couple different topics within there. We're going to kind of off the cuff this one. First question is, should women get their male significant other a Valentine's Day gift? I say it really depends on the uh, female and the male male partner they have. Because some people don't like gifts. <laughs> um, so it, yeah, I do. It really just depends on that person that they're they're getting the gift for. Now, if you're getting yeah. like tickets and stuff like that, yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Like, I'm a little confused on what you're trying to say. Like, you saying some like, women should and some women shouldn't? I say I'm saying some women. I mean, it depends on the 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 partner they have. Like some men like getting a gift like. It just depends on that person. Like, you know, some women like giving gifts and Valentine's Day is really like they see it as for them sometimes. Most of the time, women see it as for them. But then there are some men, they were like, okay, I get you this, give me that. So it really just depends on their partner. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think like if we're going to quote unquote celebrate, I feel like both parties should be uh, benefactors of the celebration, not just one. Okay. So I feel like there's a there's a I feel like there's a for me there's a flawed perspective of females always being on the receiving end, and the man joy simply comes from being able to give, and I don't like that. Okay. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, I got lost my thought for a second. Sorry. So, um. Excellent points. So here's the reason I brought up the question. Uh, as on the most contents of Valentine's Day, it is normally the dude goes the above and beyond, whoop de whoop, whatever, chocolates, roses, trips, all this other stuff. And, you know, it's kind of the status quo. And I'm not going to say this is everybody's situation, but it tends to be a lot of people's situation. The only thing the women giving up for Valentine's Day is them draws. Right, but they act like there's not something. And sometimes not even that. In them draws, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Them draws is a gift. It's a, a beautiful but, gift. But I'm saying, is, is our, is what's in our draws not a gift to them too, though? Yeah, well, I guess it depends on your situation. Is it a gift? <laughs> I mean, is I mean, does somebody it, go, does does somebody it, go does uh, it, co-sign that? <laughs> yeah, she definitely will. She definitely will. She definitely will. <laughs> well, that's what's up, Props, Props to your brother. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, definitely if we, we're trying to do the gender 
uh, equity, and we'll say equality, gender equity thing of it, then yeah, for some, that is a gift. And that is, for some, I would say, even with amongst everything else, a cherry on top is like, oh, you got me flowers and roses and dick? What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm like that's the thing. Like I feel like for so long we've accepted the concept of the man's joy simply comes from being able to give and the woman is always on the receiving end. Now I get that how that translated over to you know the man going out being a provider, bringing it home, the woman multiplying the dividing. I get all that. But I don't think that should carry over into every single aspect of life. To where men are simply supposed to simply be happy because we're always givers. Well, being, I mean, for, for me, I don't technically really celebrate Valentine's Day because, like, I, I know the origin stories and all that stuff. I mean, I just don't really celebrate it like that, but you know, to each his own. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I'll say, well, hell, I, I can't even, like, I've never celebrated it I, for basically since I have been the age of 18. Uh, well, actually, no, I ain't going to do 18 because 18 was sticky. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, no, let's, because here's the thing. I left at 17. I turned 18 yep. on the way. Uh, I turned 18, like, the week before I left for boot camp, right? So my uh -huh. first Valentine's Day at the age of 18, where was I at? Um, I was in, you know, okay, that actually it lines up. So from the age of 18, I have always had a, a boo thing on Valentine's Day. So, and I'm I'm a romantic. Uh, I, I got no problem saying that. I like going above and beyond for my women. Um, to make them feel special because you know you don't mm -hmm. have to have one day a year to make them feel special but that day is essentially set up to make it mm -hmm. a little bit easier mm -hmm. and it's like mm -hmm. okay while it is a grand affair for the ladies and as it should be because they are dutifully owed that for the amount of shit they put up with this on a consistent basis they need some loving they're for the people who have problems remembering to do that on a consistent basis. It does get hard when you're out here just trying to live. And we need that as well. Yeah. And it is reciprocal because, you know, they working too. Sometimes they don't always want to go up them draws if they done worked all day and they had the kids or whatever. Like it goes in mm -hmm. both directions. It's reciprocal in more ways than just it's like love languages. Everybody has a different love languages. And Valentine's Day is a way that you can almost maximize that love language because things are set aside and made a little bit easier or just more palatable to do and mm -hmm. you go along with that uh, to that point and this is where a little bit of a little male ego is going to come in there because we can't act like none of us have it. I, I have an ego as well. I don't think it's a big one mm -hmm. but I do have an ego. Some of it is competition. You want to say okay ain't nobody ever done no shit for you like I done done for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. you know, who took you on this trip to oh, whatever, yeah. whatever, or who did this, like, you want to leave that mark in whatever person, whether it's temporary or long-term mind, that this person did something crazy dope for me, and I mm -hmm. will never forget that. There is mm -hmm. a level of ego within that, too, so we can't act like it's not there. It's that, okay, you know, I did this, I did that, or I made this extra fantastic thing. It's like sending flowers to your woman's work on Valentine's Day, 
that stump material. She can be like, oh, look, bitches. Mm-hmm. I mean, sit me flowers. Mm-hmm. I got the big ass mm-hmm. teddy bear that's bigger than me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, there's some bragging type, rights on that. <laughs> I'm the type of dude, you know what I'm saying? I send, I would probably send like a limo and inside the limo we flowers. <laughs> that's what's up. Mm-hmm. That is what's up. Just just so she can be like, bam, I got it. Exactly. Uh, there's <laughs> some bragging rights on it. It ain't all just about appeasing the women on there. Some of us appeasing ourselves right. like, I can do this. Or, you know, I ain't gonna say it ain't tricking if you got it because they don't necessarily apply with this. You ain't got to spend money to make it something super right. fantastic. But if you can, ain't nobody gonna be mad at you either. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's all about the creativity and the, the thought of it. And some people just, you know, you run out of ideas, but it's also the other side of that too is once you go to a certain level, you kind of can't go backwards. You kind of yep. got to outdo yourself. Yep. Yep. Every you year. Put yourself uh-huh. in competition of like, all right, yes. so I did, you know, the hot air balloon this year before. How much top a hot air balloon <laughs> and the champagne? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's yep. fun. It really is yep. fun. I mean, if you really just you, the, the passion of it, it's something everybody needs that. Sometimes the fire get a little dim and you got to put a little gas on that thing and be like, all right, yep. you thought I was over here slipping, but no, nah, I was just saving it all up. Mm-hmm. When I got this time and energy. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You finna get See, all I, work. <laughs> I used to try to do this thing where I would do like 14 days of Valentine. It never happened. <laughs> that's hard to consistently do that Woo. yeah so I always challenge myself to do it but I haven't been able to do it so I'll just like forget it I'm done you know <laughs> I feel like you gotta challenge yourself I mean you really do like and we can try to say women don't challenge themselves enough to, to put that effort in with us but again the way that for me personally I think the way that it's set up if your woman can and wants to Definitely appreciate it, but also women catch them catching it from every direction. So, at the very least, you know, gotta make them feel protected and loved and appreciated and wanted. And we need that too. But yeah. odds are they're doing that more often than we are consistently and intently. So, we definitely want to make sure that everybody feels special. And at the end of the day, everybody does because, you know, Sometimes that, that box on Valentine's Day be different box. You thinking it's that same old box you've been getting 364 other days of the year, and you're like, oh, wait a mm-hmm. minute. I got that new, new box tonight? Shoot. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, I don't know. To me, it's an interesting dynamic that while it is still a commercial holiday and it's got all the other deep-rooted stuff in it, just being able to break it down at the brass level of this is my person and I'll make them feel special regardless of whatever else. And I think that's yeah. it. You could definitely get into a situation where you're basically in competition with yourself at any point. Yeah. And I ain't gonna think about I mean, it, it's fun too, though. Like, it, it can be real fun. You know, it, it adds a level of... Uh, excitement to the relationship or marriage each year. It's kind of like Christmas, something to look forward to, or like you said, it you can do it all throughout the year, but there's a specific day set aside. So it's like a a reminder for those who don't do it that often. Like, hey, you know, here's a specific day. You know this day coming up. So even if you've been lacking these other 365 days, here's one for you. Like it's like a it's like an an assist in a basketball game. 
you can shoot a three, but like an assist is a lot easier to make. Yeah, I can see that too. I'm always challenging myself. I'm all I'm I'm like my biggest uh threat. Competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause cause I'm constantly like I do do like a dinner, a steak dinner, or something like that. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, I'm doing a steak dinner on a boat. I know, so just something, something different. I'm trying to, I always try to recreate myself. I never try to do the same thing twice. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And it makes it so much harder. It makes it so much harder for me because every time I turn around, I gotta do something different. And I mean, even that's even like without being doing Valentine's Day. Like if I'm giving gifts, it's like it's always something different. Flowers, candy, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, but it's it's, it's trying to go above the. The stereotype, the t- uh, the typical things that most men do. You know, most men gonna always do flowers and chocolates. Uh-huh. So not nothing. So you trying to do flowers, chocolates in a car, some something like that. Yeah. And for me, it's is I'm I'm like I say, I tell it myself probably a little too much because I'm I'm real hard on myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, and. Maybe this is just me again. A little, little bit of ego in this. Don't challenge yourself. Be like, all right, how much more can I stun on your ex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like sometimes, especially if you know your person like that, you know how they ex as well. You'd be like, oh, I'm finna just stun all over this dude. I mean, she gonna benefit from it. You gonna benefit from it, and it's yeah. like, the pressure off of you because it's like. Outdoing yourself, you know you, and you know mm-hmm. when you can and can't step it up or not step it up, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't. But at the same time, it's like I don't say give yourself an easy target, but at least you know where that line was for this one. It's like okay, cool. Ain't necessarily got to just stunt all over this one, but I got to do something yeah. about that because this is where you at now, and I want you in the back of your mind. That could be an insecurity thing. In the back of my mind, thinking, oh, my ex did this better, like. Mm-hmm. Nah, we're not doing that over here. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to make a hole for everybody. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. everybody. <laughs> like, That's everybody, ego. This That's everybody ego. benefits. You got to step it up. You gonna you come after me? You gonna work for that? Right. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, since we didn't put it out there on the table now, I mean, what what's what's your uh? Your top, oh, I ain't say top five because that's a lot of different stuff. But I mean, what's a, a memorable one that you remember that you did for somebody, and I guess one that somebody did for you, like a whole setup. Uh, mine was I think last year. Was it last year? Uh, uh I planned a surprise room setup on the coast. Uh, for my wife, she didn't know we were staying down now. Like, I, I get it so well. Even when we pulled up in the parking lot, she thought we were just, like, going to hang out with my brother. Like, I had the suitcase in my hand, but she hadn't even turned around yet. And we made it all the way to the door. And she turned around like, wait, what's going on? And she was like, oh, yeah. Like, there's no way I missed all this. Like, the bag was in the same car we were driving in. Like, I did a great job at hiding it till we got to the actual door of the casino. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was that's beautiful. that's 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 some meticulous planning there, sir. Oh yeah, oh man, oh man, it was it was a lot. Kudos, kudos. I had duck and dive. I really had to do a lot of duck and dive. 
it's the follow through. Though. I don't like, it's, yeah, it's, like, I don't like it, so if she would ask me questions. I had to like come up with innovative ways to not answer her question, but not lie at the same time. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Like, oh, you said this, but I didn't lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't exactly. lie. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've I've done some some things, but not to that extent. <laughs> well, we're not competing with each other. No, I, I know. Our, I know. History is here. I know. Mine would mine would be like um. Plan a dinner and like before we even get to the dinner, I had out the bed, the bed full of roses. I got candles yeah. all over the place and, and stuff like that. And that's this all before we get to the actual thing. And the thing about it was, I had to wait until I came out of the room before I could even set the room up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it it took it took yeah, a minute. Yeah, uh huh. So yeah, that that will be mine. Okay, that's dope. That is dope. All right, uh, I guess I'll do mine then. Uh, a memorable one of mine that I did. Um, so we was in, we were stationed in different places. And basically, I'm like, what was this? Was that in Pensacola? Uh, the cities think I love fuzzy to me at this point. Basically, I I flew it myself out <laughs> and, and got a room and uh in the room I had the rose petals leading up to the bed I had uh them shaped like a heart on the bed I had a bunch of flowers and bears and all kind of other stuff on the bed and then like they were from the door all the way going around and oh, then yeah. when I went and picked her up she came in and everything was all set up and she loved it I did one of them numbers. It, I think a lot of people over exaggerate what's needed. Like they, they're really grateful. Well, I, in my experience, my wife has been really grateful for anything that's done. Like I think a lot of people be in competition with others, but like for the most part, my wife has been really grateful with like anything that I do. Like it don't have to be like you know a a, a unicorn ride over the sands of the Sanhedrin, but. Whatever I've done, she's been pretty grateful for just the effort alone. Most of the time, is is really all they want to see. In my experience, that's real. And actually, uh, that's the question we're about to have to take a break here in a minute. And ask on the other half is, uh, in your broke days, because we all had broke days, and Valentine's oh, yeah. Day came up. <laughs> yeah. How did you handle it? Like, what was something you did that still came through clutch when you was like, I ain't got no money, but. We still yeah. get this thing popping. So yeah. we can do that on the other side. But uh, we got a, a few minutes. What's something that somebody's done for you on Valentine's Day? Um, my wife set up, a, set up a room for me. Like, she completely surprised me uh, with a room. Like, it was a whole setup. Like like you said, rose on the bed, candles from the bathroom to the Bedroom, it was, it was, it looked like she had an interior. They didn't ready to come do it, but she, she kept it. <laughs> <laughs> she kept it. That's what's up. I would say, I don't think I have ever had anybody do anything like that for me. So, 
it's mostly just been like me doing it all all uh -huh. of it. So, but did you get them draws though? Always. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but I can't help but say, did you get them draws? Um, they had the Martin. Uh, I think it was like the twenty twenty five year anniversary or something like that, and they out one of the clips they had going. For one of Martin's favorite scenes was the one where they was in court, and he was like, "Can you tell the court uh, what GTD means?" <laughs> <laughs> I got the draw, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, let me think. What has somebody done for me? Uh, she's gonna kick my ass if I don't remember something, but I don't remember anything. That really sticks out to me. I'm normally because I take so much, like I really enjoy just doing for people. So, um, what has she done for me, or what has anyone done for me? Right now, unfortunately, the only thing I think of in high school, um, there was this uh one chick who I was kind of messing with, uh, Candace. Uh, I'm not saying her last name because we're not doing that, but uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not going to rap. I mean, anybody know me probably knows who she is, but mind your business. Um, <laughs> either way, this was way back in the in the gap in my my struggle days, but uh, mm -hmm. of high school, uh, she somehow got in my locker and had like a little teddy bear and a car in there, and I was like, oh, ain't nobody never done that like that for me. That's dope. Mm -hmm. I still don't know why she got in my locker though. I was a little worried about that. I'm like, ain't nobody got my combination. <laughs> You <laughs> in my locker. <laughs> they they real they real sneaking now. They 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 they'll do what needs to be done to get done what they're trying to get done. Well, so here's something funny about that story. Back in them days, uh, remember three LW the group the girl group. Yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a little thing for Adrian Bailon, I think is her name. So I had a picture of her in my locker. So she's a little bit sideways about the picture of my locker. I'm like, baby girl, uh. I ain't never, ever, 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 ever gonna get with this woman. Why are you worried about it? It's just a thought that you could. Yeah. Apparently, she thought I could. I didn't have that level of confidence back then. Now, I might think I can get a drink and a date out of her. Back then, though, I couldn't tie that girl's shoe for her. That's where I was at. So I appreciate her confidence in me, but I ain't have it because yeah. I wasn't there yet. I, I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to figure it out. My, my G money skills wasn't there yet. I was getting on. <laughs> Boy, talking about some get you in trouble every time. Uh, shoot, talk about a late blooming like a big dog, and I'm kind of glad I did. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> All my trouble was out the era, so we we was good. We was good. Too close to the family lines in that area. Right. Not be playing. Right. Ooh. Well, all right. I think this is a good spot for us to take a break. And we're going to come back at y'all with the, the, the post stories. The, I ain't had no money, but I'm still making you feel good. <laughs> uh, so we'll be right back, folks, after this brief break. <laughs> Oh, you know, man.
And we're back from a short break, folks. So we're going to jump right on in this thing. We got two topics for this half of it. Uh, the first topic, as we mentioned before, them broke days. We use out here struggling in them streets. How did you hold it down for Valentine's Day? Who want to start this one? Hey. So, me. For me, it was, hey, ma. You know, I got this shawty. Need a couple of dollars. Just get a little something, something. Because this little paycheck I'm getting from Western Sizzling ain't cutting for me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely had to take out a loan with mama that I never paid back. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to take out a loan, but it wasn't mama. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It, it was... But most of... When I first started doing Valentine's, it was all broke days. So, so yeah, it was it was a couple of loans. Well, uh, I mean, so what did you do? I mean, I went to uh, like tower loans, got like a hundred, like two, uh, I think I got like a thousand dollars. Okay, just just to cover whatever I, I I decided to do. It was like just. Winging it for real. Mm-hmm. Hotel room at the blue. Go eat. Go to the beach. Stuff like that. Well, that's what's up. Just some 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 random stuff I, off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So mine is a little bit different in the fact that my the one that I'm thinking about one of my broke days. Uh, it was a bit of a long distance situation. Uh, I was in Virginia. She was in Washington State. So I had a little bit of leeway on that. Uh, didn't necessarily have to spend a whole lot of any money at that point. Um, not that I didn't want to. I just didn't have it. But also the distance kind of made it hard. Um, so what I did, and this is definitely corny as hell, but she appreciated it. Um, so there's a what three-hour time difference between coast. And what I would do is I woke up early that morning and because I write, I wrote her a poem every hour on the hour. And so, well, I wrote her one within in between time, but every hour on the hour, she got a poem for basically that entire day. Right. Which is a he, feat in itself. <laughs> look, he was working that thought process. <laughs> Bruh. I was gone, gone on this chick, but I definitely all day just. And mind you, this wasn't no like we got it now smartphone. This was back when you had to use the the QWERTY. So if you wanted to type out a message, it took you some yeah. time. I'm sitting out yeah. there doing this thing on my little Nokia fifty. Was it a fifty three hundred? No, uh, Nokia something. It was a flip phone because I remember whenever we uh was in in muster. We used to hide them joints in our sock because that thing would clip on your sock. You just slide it in there and you good to go. Mm-hmm. Put it on vibrate. So I'm writing it out on one of them joints. Every hour on the hour. Boom, boom, boom. And I was like, gum." Between that and uh, email, because we had email on the ship too. So I was emailing, 
and texting poems on the hours. And I was like, bro, I don't know if I could do this again. <laughs> well, you had you had two poems in the pocket already because it takes you almost an hour just to write one. <laughs> Look, the boy fingers was on swole by the end of that day. I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing over here. <laughs> You, stunt, you were dropping ball like a, like a Drake album. Man, look. Mm-hmm. Look. Take care all day. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. It was it was a trip. I did that one time, and I don't think I ever did that again. That was a wrap on that. And I was like, next year, we just going to try to buy something. We save up. Whatever we got to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, that long distance situation was it was rough but yeah man I'm certified lover Drake <laughs> you know I have not listened to the album cause I don't mess with Drake like that no more I stopped messing with Drake um, after uh, what was the last Drake album I messed with cause I was a Drake fan I think it might have been Take Care cause what was that to Take Care um, uh, shoot. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Was that uh, was it Views from the Six or something like that? Yeah, somebody um, somebody my six, somebody six. What uh, was it? Six God. Six God. Yeah, six I stopped messing with him after Take Care because, mind you, Take Care was he took that album from Weekend, so I'm like, okay, yeah. This is my problem with Drake, and I'm gonna say this. For the world to hear it, and I don't care how y'all feel about me. Y'all at me, at me. I don't care. <laughs> so here's my problem with Drake. I've been rocking with Drake, or I had been rocking with Drake since his mixtape days when ain't nobody really know about him. I was rocking with Drake back when it was Room for Improvement, Replacement Girl with Trey Songs, who put him on, and there'd be no Drake without Trey Songs. You know, uh, I've been messing with him from the struggle, struggle days on the mixtape scene where your boy was really out there spitting off of the head on some real realness. You know, I'm on, I'm one of them Drake fans. And I'm the, one of my favorite lines with him back in the gap was, I'm trying to prove rappers are intelligent black men. And <laughs> your boy was on it. Like he basically called out the whole situation he put himself in on a track called The Search with Socrates. Where he was like, basically, you know, um, I think this is the same track, actually. Um, basically talking about, um, how did he put it? I'm trying to remember word for word because it's one of my, another one of my favorite uh, bars of his. But basically, he's talking about, are you going to basically rap for the money and just say whatever? Or are you going to rap with a purpose? Because that's what it mm-hmm. is. And he chose the money. I, I I had to find that line in the song, but it was so dope the way he dropped it. And he was messing with, with some real rappers back then too. Not that he don't now, but it was a different level. Mm-hmm. Like right now, we'll get bodied by Drake back then. Easy. Mm-hmm. And what pissed me off the most about him, it ain't that I don't like him in general, is that he does not tap into his actual talent. The mm-hmm. dude ridiculously talented. And he doesn't even use it because under his tutelage of Lil Wayne, it was do what's going to make you the money. Don't really just show off your skills because Lil Wayne is another one where 
Dude had skill out the gate. I stopped messing with Wayne after Carter too. I couldn't. Uh, my music right. taste matured, and he just was not coming with it. And he on songs with people who really out here like, the only time I heard him really step it up on some real real after Carter 2 was on a Wyclef joint. And you can't just get on the Wyclef joint talking sideways when he on it. And I'm, a, I'm a fan of, Carter, of a Carter, the Carter 5. I have to give it to him. Carter 5 to me is, is doing it to me. I'll take your word I've been, for I've been it. Listening to Carter, to I've, been listening to, I've been listening to the Carter 5 for the last, at least for the last month at work. It's, it's, it's doing it for me. It helped me get my work done. I'm going to say that. It's, uh, it's really doing it for me. That is fair and fine. I hope it's really fine. <laughs> like I said, my music taste now are definitely not what they used to be back in the gap. I mean, don't get me wrong. I ain't saying I'm a music snooty because I still bump some Master P in a heartbeat. Make them say, I oh, yeah. will be jamming in the Lincoln in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, I am I am not no music snoot, but yeah, I just, I can't mess with Wayne no more. He just be saying random stuff and it's like, bro, I get it. It sound good, but what are you actually saying? And I feel the same way about Eminem. And people can at me about that one, too. People put him in their top fives and top tens. I don't put him anywhere near mm -hmm. him. Because if you really listen to Eminem albums, he don't say nothing on most of them. Yeah, dude can put together some words that sound good. But what is he really saying? Honestly, if you listen to the words, a lot of it is talking real sideways about women. And the other stuff just rhyme and don't make no sense. Like, I think Recovery was the last Eminem album I really messed with because he actually was talking about some real stuff on that album. And I was like, okay, you're more off the drugs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. To my recovery, yeah. yeah. yeah recovery, yeah, yeah. he came good. in like, all right, that I ain't good. just go pop a perk and make a whole album yeah. on some sideways stuff. He really put yeah, some thought into it and then jumped right yeah. back on stupid stuff while he was sober after that. I'm like, all right, I can't fuck with you like that. Like, no, I can't do it, bro. Eminem is nowhere near a top 10 or top five for me. Just off principle, you ain't talking about nothing. I mean, I look at a rapper like Mims. Mims had the huge hit. This is why I'm hot. We can hit up and and disappear. <laughs> well, I mean, he did, but you got to think about it. The song in itself is making fun of the industry and how he says in the song, "I can make a song saying nothing, and this is why I'm hot." And the song blew up the radio. He made fun of the whole situation and got bank off of it. And it's like the intellect to do that and still make it a mm -hmm. dope song is why I can like, okay, I'll put Mims over Eminem any day just because he had the talent to say, this is all BS and I'm going to show you why. Just off that one song. I never listened to his whole album and I guarantee you he had a fire album. But that one song proved what he could do. But I mean, this is again, I'm a bit of a music snob in a way, but I'm not gonna look down nobody saying, you know, I can still listen to gangster rap and all that stuff. I rock with T.I. heavy because T.I. can hit the whole spectrum on you. Your boy can rap about marching and voting and doing everything and still talk about his time in the trap. Like T.I. definitely, he, he earned his OG status and he can get up in the booth with anybody. And I do mean anybody and hold it down. So, you know, salute to that brother. I'm more of a, a, a Kevin Gates fan. Ugh, you can hide that. I know, <laughs> and that's that's only because I started. I started with uh when he was like doing the mixtapes. That's when I that's when I caught on to him. Right, and I ain't never heard his mixtapes. To be fair, and I that's one 
his mainstream stuff is the stuff I couldn't, I really couldn't mess with. Like, you know, two phones, like the hook is dope, but that's about all I got out of Kevin Gates. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I messed with J. Cole a long way, though. I've been, again, another one I've been rocking thing, with since his mixtape days. Yeah, I, I can I can rock with J. Cole. The thing that I don't get about Kevin Gates is this thing. So on his music, it's all F and B, stroking long D in her. But then when I see his uh, commentary, he's one of the most intelligent men I hear talking. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure out which one, which one you rocking with. Is it what what I'm hearing your music say, or do I rock with what I hear you say on these interviews? That's that's the thing I understand about him. Well, I mean, that's all rappers though to a level. I yeah, mean, it's all rappers. The majority of them are very intelligent. I mean, and they just unfortunately they got to play the game. Yeah, I mean, so you know what I'm saying he's talking about self love and respecting yourself and loving yourself. But then his, his music is talking about, you know, putting his dick in somebody's guts. So I don't know. I don't know which one I want to. I mean, I want to be. With. I, mean, I, I do both on the consistent yeah. level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can talk sideways with the best of them, but am I dicking the old lady now? You damn skippy. <laughs> I mean, this well, duality of man. The thing about it is, like, a lot of the times, like, nerd level type smart he he really is that that type but um from what i have noticed because like i said i've been following him from mixtapes to now like it's a completely different like change like it's a whole battle like in the middle part he had a whole battle but now he's like complete a completely different type of dude like from the music i see now it ain't really too crazy he got songs because but at the same time you gotta think about what sells in the industry sex yeah so i mean yeah, you gonna put you gonna put, like Trina, like Trina didn't didn't really want to have the songs that they had that she was doing, but she did it because she, that's what was selling. That's what the industry wanted you to sell, and that's what happens and, when you don't have control over how mm-hmm. you do it. Which is why, like people like Toby and Igwe, like I watched a an yeah. interview the other day. He on that interview, I watched him. He I mess with him a lot. Show, I really rock with him. Now, look, Toby is the dude, and Buster Rhymes is like him. my dude. You out here on our levels, and you doing what we couldn't figure out how to do. You doing yeah, it in I rock with him. You keeping your family. I rock with him. You out here doing it, which you got your woman on the track with you, and y'all out here yeah. massacring these beats. You yeah. out here with Pharrell on the joint, like you really just yeah. messing with the whole industry the long way. Yeah. And not even just regular degles, like you got some mm-hmm. some heat mm-hmm. from the industry. You got mm-hmm. most tell. You got, you know, you got uh, my man from the roots, uh, uh Black Thought. You got all these cats out here, heavy hitters yep. who really bought that action, and you stand on track with them, doing yep. it the way yep. you want to do it, and you own all your music. Mm-hmm. Like he really out here showing like there's a there's a new way. Yeah, I, I, I rock with him along with. The, the the OGs mess with him the long way, and Toby is that dude. Like I've been dropping that moments, I've been bumping that nonstop, nonstop. And yeah, Toby is that dude. He did. He he really is. Uh, where were we going with this though? We got on a music tip. Oh, I was going to so, say with Kevin Gates. Uh, I think Cole said it too. You got to give people a little room to mature in their music. And yeah. Kevin Gates been around for a hot minute, so. Yeah. I would hope he mature in his music. So I'm like, you can definitely still do party music because people are always going to be partying. Yeah. But also have some depth because I remember, no, if y'all remember music <laughs> from like the, the 90s and early 2000s, like a DMX, 
DMX got yeah. your gangster music, he got your party music, he got your church track where you praising God, all the other stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was everybody, naughty by He's nature. My- I mean, mm-hmm. everybody did that. That was almost a standard of you doing your shit on your music, but you also gonna give props. And even in your, your little flip book, you know, I praise God first and foremost, my mama, mm-hmm. all these people like mm-hmm. yeah, the depth in them was there, and you kind of had to be a fan fan to dig into it. And yeah. like, you know, you got to have that room to grow. And like, I tell you what, one thing I like about Cole, and this is the whole Cole and Drake comparison, look, my homie Charles, he can tell you, we didn't have days that we'd have been yelling at each other almost about Drake and J. Cole. And I was <laughs> like, bruh, this, you know, doggone 05 and Paula days, bruh, we was out there just vibing. But I told him, Cole will last, or outlast everybody else because dude is hungry. Even when he eating, he is still hungry. And he has mm-hmm. proven that from start to now. He is hungry and he puts pride and so much more to his music than a lot of other artists do. And he puts on other people who got that same hunger. And I, I, I've been rocking with him from the warm up, the come up, all of it. Like anything that he touches, even the tracks he didn't produce. I'm rocking with because that dude is immensely talented. And even with the respect he gets now, it is still not enough. Cause dude, I had been killing it. He put Rock Nation yeah, on his fine. shoulders and said, I got this. Yeah. But yeah. Woo. Definitely got off on a tangent there. <laughs> yeah. So so to bring it back, yo, yo, Valentine's Day played this. Oh, we doing that? Are we doing that? <laughs> uh, bro, I don't even know at this point. I I stopped doing playlists a while ago. Although I got one track right now, I've been bumping nonstop. Uh, Rn Ray, the mood with D Smoke on it. Is it a slow track or what? Um. It, it's it's a, it's a vibe track. It ain't slow, but it ain't fast. It's it's that perfect. Mm. Send that to tru- the group. I'm about to go check that out. It's trouble music. I put it that way because the hook, okay. and then when they get on there rapping, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, you can do a couple things with that track. Just, okay. just put it that send way. It, send it. Send that to the group. I'm gonna check it oh. out. Oh, put in the group chat for sure. For sure. Okay. Love you. Swanee. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she didn't even know she was in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but what y'all got for these playlists? Or what y'all got these these just trouble music for Valentine's Day? So I'm gonna keep it going. My my wife is the one that handled the playlist. Like her playlist be so far. Well, so bring she, on she then. The let's, let's see these playlists. She, she playlist. Tell her go ahead and drop three tracks on us real quick. What she got? So what's your top three tracks on our Valentine's Day playlist? What's our top three? What's your top three tracks for our Valentine's Day playlist? Still freak me, number one. Uh oh, all the way back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna make sure. So give me two more. Music for love by Mario. Ooh, another banger. Yes. 
Make that sign by Jay Holiday. Or Butter Love by Next. Okay. I, know I think it's going to be Make That Sign by Jay Holiday. It's definitely going to be Make That Sign by Jay Holiday. I do not know that Jay Holiday track. Though. Yeah, Which it's definitely it going to be, of? yeah. It's going to be Make That Sign by Jay Holiday. Was it off his last <laughs> album? Because that wasn't on what the first What album was that off of? Yeah, my album person. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I, I listened to whole albums. I know that Suffocate album, Front and Back, that song was not on there. No, it wasn't. Unless it was on Deluxe. I mean, it might have been on Deluxe because I tend to catch some Deluxe editions real late. But yeah, those are definitely bangers. You got the list over there. <laughs> yeah, I told you, see, it's her playlist. It's definitely going to be her playlist every time. Look, I'll tell you what, it reminds me, uh, back in my Virginia days with my homies, uh, Chris and Sean. Like, so I've always been a music head. I didn't crash hard drives with music on laptops. Um, this is true. What they used to do is, whenever they had a, a chick coming over to their room, they come back on my door. I'm like, "Hey, what's up? I need a, I need a, I need a mixtape. I need a cut." I was like, "All right, you know where the laptop at? Either I'm gonna mix it up, or you gonna mix it up." Like initially, I was putting the tracks on there for them. It got to the point to where they would push me out of my chair and just make tracks on my laptop. For the I name of that album, all the they was round two. Round two. I have not heard that one. I gotta go look that up. Mm-hmm. Gotta go look that up. Appreciate it, sis. All right, Raphael, what you got? All right, let's see. It'll be um Explode TGT. Uh-oh. I don't know that one. Tyrese okay, Genuine Tank. Well, I know the group. I just don't know that track. So, so you know, I got R. Kelly Cookie. I don't know that one either. And... Tyree, uh, Trey songs on top. I mess with Trigger Trey the long way. Trigger Trey need to get out them charges and stop messing with these women the long way. But you know he need to <laughs> he's still dropping the music. He just got to ask permission, my brother. You you messing up? You out here dropping the the good tracks, but you got to got to do the other half too. Goodness gracious, that brother stay in trouble right now. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, he gonna get through it though. But on top, on top, what album is that on? Now? I'm trying to think. I know that song. Or I know of that uh, song. Is that from? Let me see. It's not Trey Day. Anticipation. Uh, oh, that's all. Wait, the mixtape or the album? Oh, uh, let me see. Actually, I think that's not the mixtape. That's the first one. That's the first. Because anticipation, anticipation two. Wait, he didn't do an anticipation mixtape. I'm tripping. Oh, excuse me. Anticipation album. It was the mixtape. Because Anticipation yeah. 1 and 2. Woohoo! Baby. Yeah, anticipation 1 is what definitely off of. That's all you need. You don't even need a whole playlist. Just drop Anticipation <laughs> 1 and 2 in that bad boy and ride that thing all out. Yeah. Hold on. What y'all not going to sleep on is Pleasure and Pain. Hold on now. Well, oh, no, yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah. And nobody sleeping on Pleasure. But look, okay. ain't, uh, there ain't a Trey on. Songs album that ain't got a track where you can make a couple babies to. Let's just be real okay. about it. At well, least I mean, one on every single when he, one. Wasn't he like uh, R. Kelly's protege or something like that? I don't even want to put that man in that same vein because I tell you what, <laughs> I'm going to give R. Kelly his just dues 
I, although I don't fuck with his music no more because now at this point it's questionable. I'm gonna give R. Kelly his just dues. Your boy was killing it when he was killing it, but but long pause there. Trey Songs is a whole nother animal. Yeah, a whole nother animal. Because I will also give R. Kelly his props that he was rapping and singing before a lot of people was doing it. I will give him those props. But Trey Songs took that shit to a whole new level. Oh my right. god. Trey is the whole mold that gave us Drake. Without Trey, there is no Drake. Everything that Trey was doing, Drake did to emulate him before he got into his own. Because that singing and rapping, well, nobody else doing it. And Trey is that dude on the beat. Your boy, have you heard the uh, Let Me Hold That Beat mixtape? No. Oh, my (laughs) God. You got to get that Let Me Hold That Beat mixtape. Trey went all the way off. All the way off, hundreds, hundreds. Just get in the car, throw on hundreds, and let that thing bang out. Hmm. Trey went in on that whole mixtape. And here's the funny thing about Trey songs: that a lot of folks probably don't even realize he wasn't even trying to be a singer first. He was actually trying to be a rapper. I think I heard that back in the day. Yeah, when he first came out, he was trying to be a rapper, and what ended up happening was I think he was singing on something. And somebody heard it and they was like, yo, let me get a couple more of them. Mm-hmm. And the singing picked up before the rapping did. So he didn't mm-hmm. drop, um, I can't remember, Just Gotta Make It. He dropped Just Gotta Make It. No rapping at all on it. He was just straight soul. Mm-hmm. He doing this old school Luther style. And then um, successful. He him did, and Drake. Him and Drake. Uh, around mm-hmm. um, that mixtape dropped. Oh, he was on a mixtape with Drake, I think, after that. And then... No, 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 no. Trade Day came out before that. It was Trade Day, and then Successful came out. I want to say they were around the same time. They were around the same time, I think. It was around the same time, because he started rapping on Trade Day with Bun B, and I'm like, wait a minute, bro. You came all the way out the gate. You out here with Big Boy. Go, Daddy. But, uh, yeah, Trey Songz is that dude. He don't get yep. nowhere near the amount about, of uh... I forgot about anticipation. Man, look, anticipation one and two. <laughs> so many babies. I, I'm, I'm downloading like, them as we speak. <laughs> man, look, I tell you what, you better, you better tell Swanna to stretch it out. Go ahead and get her. I am downloading them as we speak. <laughs> that is, that's about three and a half babies right there. Space hands. <laughs> Three and some possibles. <laughs> Not that scratching me up and still scratching me up. I forgot oh, about oh. it. Still scratching what me up. What about doing long? Scratching me up. I'm pretty sure that was uh that was a wave right there. That was a wave. Man. For the folks that did know it, that and uh upstairs. Well, upstairs ain't on this ain't on the anticipation mixtape. That's just a random track, but yeah, upstairs is what you're hunting. Uh anywho. Man, we went all the way <laughs> tangents. Trigger Trey. That's my guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it goes with the Valentine themes of a. Hey. Oh, it does, shit. it does, it does. We definitely having some people phone playlist. Mister, steal right. your girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. She good mm-hmm. as those. I mean, for real. I mean, but then we also, if we on the V eight tip, we cannot forget your boy Chris Breezy, Chris Brown. Yep. Been dropping the oh, tracks yeah. for oh, that yeah. hot hot minute. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Props, oh, yeah. props to the guy because look, that dude. That dude is so damn talented. It don't make no damn mm-hmm. sense. 
I was just telling mm-hmm. him the other day, I was like, he is, and I, at me if you need to, folks. I don't care. I will argue with you all day. He is right now the closest thing to a new generation Michael Jackson that we gonna get. I can believe it. Boy is beyond talented. He don't gotta write any more music. He's got hard drives of music that will last him for years. Yeah, I can believe it. I mean, your boy rap, your boy sing, he dances, he dances, he paints, he produces, yeah. he does literally everything. The kid almost don't sleep. Like, and Michael Jackson was in the same way, vein of so much yeah, talent right. and just almost not enough time to really just get it all out. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, if you think about it, the situation happened with Rihanna, and everybody gonna have they 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 missteps and go through some things. Yeah. You imagine yeah. where he would be right now, mind you, he's still doing fine. Your boy ain't hurting, mm-hmm. killing it, off you know with with a chip on the shoulder, essentially because of the way that he is still being viewed in some arenas. But I mean, because mm-hmm. they did the whole thing where they wouldn't let him do the Michael Jackson tribute with Sierra, which was some bull. They were about to kill that thing. I saw videos of them practicing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, there yeah. was some history on that thing. But either way, mm-hmm. could you imagine where his career would be right now had that situation not happened? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, where he is at now, he would have been so much farther. Mm-hmm. Or maybe in the same place. I mean, again, your boy is very talented, and he bounced back hardcore. Everybody, you know, wrote him off, and he was like, I'm gonna put my head in this music and let this be my therapy, and I'm gonna come back from this. And he did. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask a question: If Chris Brown is the closest thing to Michael Jackson, who is the closest thing to Prince? I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you. Were gonna say that. <laughs> you can't help Michael Jackson already, without Prince. <laughs> I got an easy answer for that, and it's gonna suck. Who is it? Her. Who? Is it? Her is the closest the thing. thing the order- to- Yes, yes, her. Yes, yes, her. yes. That girl, oh my gosh, excuse me, not girl, that woman, that young mm-hmm. woman is mm-hmm. so phenomenal. It does not make any sense. And she is still not even fully touching all of her talent. She is beyond phenomenal. And what what makes I, you what makes you say that about her? Give me give me the give me the juice behind that you okay. That, that the juice behind that is Prince is not just you know raspberry beret, purple mm-hmm. rain. That dude it is talented, and I mean he can play almost any instrument, or he could play almost any instrument. He produced, he wrote, he sung, he mm-hmm. did everything at a level that most people couldn't understand or did not even know. And mm-hmm. her is in that same place. That girl can play any instrument. She can write her ass off. She can sing her ass off. She don't need to dance because just her singing and mm-hmm. her vocals and her music playing mm-hmm. ability alone are mm-hmm. a cut above basically anybody else you're going to put out there. So as far as a full circle talent, okay. she okay. is in. And Chris Brown can't do it because I don't know if he can play as many instruments as I think he can. I want to say he can play the piano and probably the drums that I know of. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he can really ping the spectrum of instruments like that. Now, he has a musical ear. Nobody can question that. He has an ear for music. But Definitely. as far as being able to make the music yourself from nothing or just brand, you know, instruments, I'm going to say her, hands down. But with that being said, I want to 
a wild card here. And this is going to be an interesting and weird wild card for that. The wild card that would, I ain't going to say match up with her, but would be in the same vein as her is Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. That dude is another one. Phenomenal, phenomenal talent. And still fully getting into how much talent he has. That dude is a part of like five groups on top of doing his own music. You got Silk Sonic. Uh, there's another group he's doing with, um, is it DJ Premier? I can't remember. It's like No More Something or No Something. Uh, but basically, dude's like part of five different groups, produces, does music. He's, you know, Silk Sonic with uh, Bruno Mars, his own music. Dude is everywhere on everybody's stuff. I mean, the places that he's been putting it down, your boy doing private shows in Dubai and stuff because they know what it is on the music tip and it ain't even his normal stuff. He ain't out here doing, you know, tents in Dubai. He doing some of the other stuff. Like, dude is crazy talented. And I don't think people fully know how talented he is. Like, I think most folks really only know him off of his own albums and not the stuff that he does with other people. But if you don't know about Anderson Pack, check dude out. I know one track of his that I keep on repeat. Um, I want to say it's off of drop his name in the chat. What was his name again? Anderson, Anderson Pack. Pack. Yeah, I drop it in the chat. Yeah, I never heard of him. Uh, he's got a track with Drake. Uh, not Drake. Uh, J Cole called Trippy. That is a dope track that you can just let that thing on repeat and just drive around and just vibe out to. But that whole album is fire. Uh, let me look it up real quick. I love that album. It is a very well done piece of work for that album. Because uh, basically he did like three or four albums where he was naming them after cities in California. Yeah, I think there was like Oxnard, Ventura, Malibu. Uh, the album I'm talking about is Oxnard, I believe it is. Let me see. Boom, 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 boom. Yep. They got Tents, Mansa Musa, Brothers Keeper with Pusha T, Trippy with J. Cole, Headlo, like Sweet Chick with BJ Chicago Kid. I forgot about BJ. We cannot forget about BJ. Church. Ooh, have y'all heard Church with BJ Chicago Kid? Or by BJ Chicago Kid? Oh, y'all need to go listen to Church right now. That joint with him and, um, uh, what's his name out of Chicago? Um, uh, what is who it? By? Uh, the track is by BJ Chicago Kid, but he has another dude from Chicago on it with him. Um, uh, the dude that did Acid Rap. Um, Chance. Yes, Chance. Thank you. Forgot dude's mm-hmm. name. Chance is on that joint with him. Um, on church. BJ Chicago kid is nothing to play with. That dude downloaded talented too. But yeah. Hey, so many good artists. I'm trying to think who else would even hold a torch to Prince. It was between her and uh Anderson Pack. I really can't think of anybody else, honestly. Cause I mean to even hold a torch to Prince is a huge, huge accolade. Not a lot of folks mm-hmm. is even ready for that. They're not even close. I mean, like, 
I say this: uh, you give Lizzo more time, and she will catch up. And yeah, I say who more that, time? Uh, Lizzo. Lizzo. So Lizzo okay. was trained by Prince before he died. She was in a girl group that Prince was essentially, I, I don't know if he was just teaching them. Basically, he was grooming them. He was grooming this girl group. So she worked with Prince before he died. Which I didn't realize until I watched uh, David Letterman has a thing on Netflix um, where he interviews people and she talked about it then. But yeah, Lizzo is uh, was trained by Prince. That is interesting. Didn't see that coming. Man, look, it, I told you I'm a music head. I, I could talk music all day. Did not see that coming. Yeah. So I think we should get into a, a, the next session should be about 